Hello and welcome to the Reorg Europe podcast, your weekly roundup of the most interesting trends and developments in performing credit, stressed and distressed, restructuring and post-reorg in the European and CMEA markets. It's Tuesday, December 6th. I'm Andrew Ross. And I'm Caterina Dassier. Coming up this week, I will talk with high-yield reporter Beatrice Mavroleon about the highlights in the primary market this week. Senior editor Magnus Sherman will discuss Athens-based commercial fridge and glass manufacturer Frigo Glass, which recently announced a plan to boost liquidity and restructure its 260 million euro bonds. Finally, reporter Farouk Baloch will talk about Norwegian medical payments processor Convene Group, which has preliminarily approved a restructuring proposal from an ad hoc group of note holders. But first, a weekly list of the deadlines, meetings, hearings and announcements connected with EMEA and CMEA credits for the week ahead. This week, the Russian coal and steel producer Evrats, which launched a constant solicitation for its dollar-denominated notes due in 2023 and 2024, is organizing a meeting to consider the amendments of the offer tomorrow, with the results being announced on December the 8th. While on Thursday, the auction launched by DTEC Holdings to buy back a portion of the energy producer DTEC Energy's $1.5 billion notes due in 2027 will expire, with results due to be published on December the 9th. Finally, the offer filed by the French government with the AMF, the country's financial markets regulator, to acquire the part it doesn't own already of the energy company EDF is expected to close on Thursday. The full downloadable calendar for the week ahead in Europe is available on reorg.com. We would like to hear your feedback to help us improve the podcast experience. So please take a moment to complete the short survey at the link attached to this podcast and let us know how we are doing. Hi Beatrice, can you tell me what's going on in the primary market? The market has been unusually busy with the launch of multiple deals yesterday as banks sought to clear debt that has been on their balance sheets for some time before the end of the year. And can you tell me a bit more about these deals? So Spanish theme park operator Parques Reunidos is marketing a 225 million euro term loan B3 with proceeds intended to refinance the company's term loan B, which is due in 2026 and repay RCF drawings. Gambling Group 888 Holdings launched a 200 million euro tap split across fixed rate notes due in 2027 and 2028 FRNs. Proceeds will be used to partially refinance the company's existing 347 million sterling term loan A, which was drawn to redeem a portion of the William Hill 2026 bonds. The company acquired William Hill International in July in a deal that was supported by the issuance of 400 million, million euros of fixed rate notes, 300 million euros of floating rate notes and a 500 million dollar term loan B. At the time, the company also raised euro and sterling denominated term loan A facilities, part of which it's now aiming to refinance. Spain-based road logistics company Primafrio is marketing a 525 million term loan B to support Apollo's acquisition of a stake in the company. And finally, customer relationship service provider Kronosnet launched a fungible term loan B add-on due 2029 with a maximum size of 50 million to partly repay the 400 million euro term loan A raised as part of the debt package it incurred in September to support the acquisition and merging of peers 
connector and com data. Thanks, Beatrice. And are issuers finding ways to raise new debt while avoiding bringing deals to the primary market? Yes, uh, the debt needed to support the sale of Unilever's tea business, Ekaterra, to CVC is unlikely to come to the primary market as it seems to have been raised in pre-marketing. And what about for existing maturities that need refinancing? Telecoms operator Altice International and um, specialist di- diagnostics group Sebia implemented it, amend and extend deals as a way to manage maturities coming up over the next few years. Altice increased the size of its euro-denominated term loan B to 400 million euros from 300 million and extended the maturity of the loan to 2027 from 2026. The company is also extending a $910 million term loan BE uh, term loan due in 2025 and a $900 million term loan BE due in 2026 to 27. We have also um, seen Sebia offering lenders a margin uplift to E slash S plus 475 basis points to term out its 890 million euro and 225 million dollar first lien term loans maturing in December 2024 by three years to 2027. There was a 98 OID on the euros and a 97 OID on the dollars. Investor demand resulted in the amounts being upsized to 900 million euros and $250 million. And have there been any other deals around the primary market? France-based telecoms operator Iliad placed a drive-by issuance of 750 million euro senior unsecured notes due 2027 yesterday to partially refinance its mid-term facility entered into in July and for general corporate purposes. The notes priced unusually tight in the current market at par with a 5.375 coupon and were oversubscribed with books over 1.9 billion euros. Swedish credit management company Intram held a global investor call yesterday for an expected 5.25 year senior unsecured bond issuance with a minimum size of 300 million euros. Proceeds of the notes will be used to partially refinance the company's 3.125 2024 notes. Gambling company Entain priced its 800 million euros uh, term loan B tranche at 97.5 OID, OID at the tight end of previous of the previous uh, guidance range of 97 to 97.5. Um, the 375 million dollar denominated add-on priced at um, S plus 300, 350 basis points with an OID of 98.75, tighter than the original price of 98. The company will u- will use proceeds from the transaction to partially extend the 2024 Euro Term Loan B3 um, to uh, June 28. And so, Beatrice, what's next? A number of recently priced CLOs are adding to the demand for loans and investors have said they expect a few deals to come to the market before Christmas. Thank you. Hi, Magnus. Athens-based commercial fridge and glass manufacturer Frigo Glass has been hit hard by the volatility caused by the war in Ukraine. And this week, the group announced a plan to boost liquidity and restructure 260 million euro bonds. Um, Magnus, uh, what are some of the key points of this plan? 
Yes. So Frigoglass, they're doing a few things. First of all, they're bringing in new money, uh, 35 million euros in total in a uh, bridge loan or bridge note, as they call it. Um, that's already due in uh, January at the start of next year. Um, that's to, to plug the immediate liquidity hole that the, that the company has. Um, then they are doing two things after that. First of all, they are refinancing the bridge loan with a new 2025 bond, which will be um, uh, their new priority debt. Uh, that's going to pay 12% interest. And the uh, the existing debt that they already have, the 260 million, they are reinstating 165 of that into a new 2027 bond, paying uh, paying 12%. And no, sorry, paying 11%. And um, the remaining one, uh, 95 million euros, they are wiping that off and then converting that into equity or, or taking the equity in exchange of uh, taking that debt off. Uh, so that means that the existing shareholders are getting wiped out completely and the bondholders will post this transaction, own 100% of, um, of Frigoglass. There's a few things to note here. The interest on both the uh, senior and the super senior debt will have a pay-if-you-can mechanism so that the company has the, the option, if liquidity is uh, tight enough, to pick the debt. And this means actually that if, if the company comes under sufficient pressure, um, the the bond principle that has been written off as part of this can be reinstalled uh, already in 2024 through these um, PIC payments. Uh, but of course, uh, bondholders, bondholders will have uh, full control of this because they will own the company. Okay. And what are the next steps in this process? Yeah, there's a few things. Um, the announcement that uh, was made earlier this week was uh, with a bondholder group uh, holding 57% of the bonds. So not enough to implement on their own. Um, they could either do what they did in 2017, uh, which is implement through an English scheme of arrangement, which requires 75% of, of, the, of the class to vote in favor. Um, that's, of course, an option. Um, but um, there's still a few open questions here. We've also not heard from the existing shareholders and they are of course uh, set to lose everything in this transaction and there was talks um, prior to this that the uh, the existing family uh, the, the family in control of the company would put in, put in new money to uh, to maintain their ownership and to keep the uh, important relationship with the um, trading partners they have in the regions where they operate but the announcements so far haven't mentioned anything about their position or their involvement in this. So that's a little bit unusual. And there's also notably 0% uh, return for them. So we're still waiting to see um, what they will do. Thanks, Magnus. Hi, Farouk. Last week, we reported on Norwegian medical payments processor Convain Group. Can you take us through the latest developments on the company? Hi, Andrew. Sure. Uh, the big news around Convene last week was that um, it has preliminary approved a restructuring proposal from an ad hoc group of note holders. So this group will provide 75 million Norwegian kroner of new money and reduce its bond debt to 500 million kroner in exchange for the company's equity. This update comes shortly after Convene failed to extend the maturity dates um, or interest payment dates of its bonds, triggering an event of default last month. This is because it was not in a position to repay the bonds or any of the interest which has accrued on the seniors and the secondly in bonds. Convain has um, also said its sole shareholder had agreed to sell all its shares to its financial creditors through a company wholly owned by Stifle Effectio, 
a foundation set up to secure bondholders' interest. That transaction is subject to approval from the Norwegian regulator and the noteholders. In response, an ad hoc group comprising holders of the senior secured notes and its secondly and callable notes work to present this proposal. And what does this proposal entail? Uh, the proposal would see 500 million kroner of convenes firstly and bonds fully reinstated with a new maturity date four years from now. Firstly and bondholders will be offered a 10% stake in the company's equity. The remaining firstly and secondly and bonds would be written down. Under the proposal, Convene will receive 75 million kroner of new money from lenders who are free to subscribe on a pro rata basis of their claims written down. New money providers will receive 80% um, of the company's equity. The ad hoc group has agreed to fully backstop the new money and will receive a fee of 10% of the company's equity for providing the new money backstop. And what is the next? What are the next steps in this process? Well, according to a statement from the company, the proposal will be presented to note holders for their approval via a written summons in the coming weeks. Okay, thanks, Farouk. On December the 13th at 9 a.m. London time, Reorg will host a webinar of the latest policies and initiatives that the Chinese government released since November, which are aimed at expanding access to financing for privately held real estate developers. Register now for the webinar at reorg.com. More information on all the situations and events discussed in this podcast are available on our website, reorg.com. We hope you can join us next Tuesday for another Reorg Europe podcast. Until then, have a great week and thank you very much for listening. Mm-hmm.